Welcome back to Lakes, Woods, and Irons on 1380 AM, 105.1 FM, The Fan. Also streaming at lakeswoodsandirons.com and wherever your podcasts are sold. This segment brought to you in part by Ernie's on Gull with deck and patio seating, weather permitting, and an unmatched Gull Lake view open year-round. And uh, check them out on Facebook. Also by the T-Hive, custom apparel for your business, event, team, or family. Online, find them at theteahive.com. Chris Foley, my friend and colleague with me. Chris, uh, good, how, how are you, man? I'm doing well, man. Thanks. It's, uh, we're finally into the golf season, and it feels good to be outside and playing some golf. It does. Actually, as we speak, a little humidity in the air today. and You know, you're not going to whisper it's too hot, is it? are you? <laughs> <laughs> Heck no. <laughs> we... Uh, Got a good, uh, fun guest coming up. We'll we'll make an overseas call and uh, connect that way, and we'll surprise everybody with that. That'll be fun. And uh, on tour, Wyndham Clark wins. The boy, they talked a lot about how much game the kid has, Chris, and he's not a kid anymore. I think twenty-seven is he, something like that. And uh, he just kind of walked away from the field and uh, and stayed there on Sunday. Yeah, kind of the the first. Uh, you know, designated event that we didn't have, you know, a lot of uh, drama coming down the stretch. He, uh, you know, w- wins by four, which is unusual on the PGA Tour anyway, but especially when, you know, in a, the designated events with such strong fields have all been uh, very close. And, uh, but, uh, you know, great win for him. He, he's got a, he's got a great story. So it was fun to, fun to see him uh, take home the win. I was kidding around on the air. It sounds like he is a golf tournament. It sounds like you could say, you know, um, Roy McElroy wins the Wyndham Clark, but actually yeah, right. Wyndham <laughs> Clark wins the tournament. And um, I happened to watch quite a bit of Sundays. Boy, they talked about he, him having all elements of his game, and he has had them, and now he just finally put them together. And he'd been quite successful out west in college and uh, – they thought he would win before now, but now he's a winner on the PGA Tour. Yeah, he, uh, gosh, I, I, he, he had, uh, you know, we talked about, we talk about strokes gained, and I, I he, I think he had, you know, he had seven, 17 total, or 19 total strokes gained on the rest of the field, which is, you know, that that's kind of unheard of. So, right. um, you know, that's kind of bigger asking when he won the uh, the U.S. Open at Pebble Beach that time of performance. So he certainly deserved to win. Yeah, yeah, just and and certainly didn't look like there was any pressure coming home on Sunday. That was kind of fun to see for a young guy too. Yeah, he had he had no problem finishing it off. He was uh, very cool down the stretch, and of course, when he had a four shot lead, that's a lot. Of, yeah, I think that's probably easier. But at the same time. Uh, you know, if you get to thinking about that, it, it's pretty easy to to blow away four shots in a in a couple hole stretch. <laughs> yeah, I'll say, wouldn't take me two holes. I don't think if I if I really <laughs> tried my best. <laughs> a couple of great tournaments coming up. Kind of the old school Byron Nelson, not too far away, which they've changed up quite a bit in recent years. It was always, uh, of course, Byron Nelson, one of the great names in golf. And then the PGA, Chris, is only two weeks away. Yeah, hard to believe that uh, we've got the PGA next week already yeah. at uh, Rochester Country Club. and uh, Great venue. It'll be interesting to see what, 
you know, with the PGA, this is actually the fifth year they've they've done it in in uh, May here, which yeah. is hard to believe. But already uh, the fifth year, you know, really, it is, and it, it, you know the it's really taken any of the Midwest or Northern sites, you know, kind of out of. Uh, out of the picture to be able to host it. So, you know, Oak, Oak Hill being in Rochester, it, uh, I'm sure they'll have it in you know, perfect condition like it always is, but the weather could be questionable. You know, it's not too much different than our weather here. You could, you know, you could have some very cool mornings and, uh, you know, possibly the frost delays and everything else. So, uh, it will be interesting and, uh, I would say it'll really set the tone for if, they you know will schedule any more PGA championships in uh, in more of the northern climates. Right. Yeah. Have you are you familiar with the Rochester Country Club, Chris? You know, only because of the, I, I've not been there myself. You know, they they've had a Ryder Cup there. They've had um, another PGA Championship there, and so ju- just by uh, the history, the club has a great history of championship golf and. You know, a classic old design. Totally, it'll be the golf course is fabulous. Getting to be a lot of stories out there about Rory really uh, having some difficulty right now. He's kind of lost his game somewhat when it looked like it was coming into place pretty well, but he's wearing an awful lot of hats right now, and that's not always easy to juggle all those hats plus your golf game. No, you know, I think Rory, you know, is it. One, he, like you're saying, he, he has his, his hat in a lot of things. And he, you know, he's really been the face of the PGA Tour during the whole, you know, live golf controversy. Plus, he's, you know, he's got some other business ventures he's involved in with Tiger Woods. And, um, you know, he's played so well. And the, the expectations on, on Rory are always extremely high. Right. And, um, you know, he, he played poorly at the Masters and then, you know, took took criticism because he withdrew the the next week at uh, at Harbor Town, a designated event. And, you know, the, that process he he he's given up three million in uh, pit money, and and so then this this past week he did not play well. Um, but I can't I, I I never count Rory out of anything. It, it, he hasn't won a major. Believe it or not, I read this this morning. Tiger Woods has won a major. Uh, in the since Rory has won his last major, which is hard to believe. So yeah, uh, couple old guys. Phil has too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but you know, I uh, I would never count. It, it, it's you know, it's easy for everybody to to be critical of Rory, but I, I I'd never count him out. Right, he is a flip a switch guy. He it just seems like he. All of a sudden, his game is uh, back to a back to exact, <laughs> uh, almost yeah. in no yeah. time at all with uh, with Rory. So, yeah. hopefully, that'll be the case. He's uh, we've talked about it a million times, but he's sure good for the game. And uh, oh, he's great for the game. It'd be great to get him get him back up. We've got a great guest coming up, Chris. You want to uh, give us a little hint? Yeah, I got a friend of mine, David Ford, who uh, is from London, and David's involved with a company called Clipped. That is a game analysis tool that uh, I really think is kind of a uh, game changer for uh, for a lot of people with a game of golf. So it'd be fun to talk to David. 
All right, we'll be back with that after this. You're listening to Lakes, Woods, and Irons on 1380 KLIZ. Welcome back to Lakes, Woods, and Irons with Chris Foley, Colin McDonald with you. 1380 KLIZ, the fan, streaming at lakeswoodsandirons.com. Brought to you in part by Shannon's Auto Body with a new location to better serve the Brainerd Lakes area. And by Holiday Stores on Mill Avenue, Cross Lake, and now Excelsior Drive next to Cub Foods. Chris, we've got a very special guest, and we're Zooming it today. Uh, I'll let you handle the introductions. Yeah, I want to welcome my friend David Ford. David is uh, the Director of Player Development for a a relatively new company called Clipped. And uh, uh, I'll let David explain more what Clipped is, but basically Clipped is a uh, it's an all-encompassing game analysis tool uh, to help players and coaches with uh, with performance. And it's uh, uh, I've known about Clip for a couple of years, and it's I, I really think it's a game changer in the game of golf. So, David, I appreciate you coming on the show and taking time. Yeah, thank you. It's it's great to be here. Great to to see you guys, and uh, thanks for taking the time, Colin and, and Chris. I'm looking forward to it. David, t- tell us um, first what what is Clipped. So Clipped is really it's it's a platform, it's an app um, which just analyzes your whole game as a golfer. So there's a lot of data out there. Whether you go to a top tracer range, you use TrackMan in your lessons, the GPS on the golf course. We really sort of pull that together to simplify your game as a player. So we give you an understanding, and it's not just about looking back. But it's about providing, you know, actionable insights. So, as a player, you can be focused on your practice, and as an instructor, you can really see the truth around players. So, so it's you know, kind of that in, in its simple form. And how how does it go about doing that? What what do you have to? You know, the player has to have some responsibility in it, and the coach has some responsibility. And what type of daddy do you have to collect? Yeah, so unless you're on the PGA Tour where they've got shuttling working for you, there's a little bit of responsibility, you're right. Um, so, you know, in simple terms, you know, the data of what happens on the golf course. So, you know, collecting that, and we, we've got a number of choices that players can, can use, whether it's just manually entering it into our phone app or using other manual stat systems or embracing technologies like Arcos, Garmin, and we connect those and the data feeds in. So we want to be able to understand the player by knowing what's happening on the golf course. Um, and then, you know, we have the ability to to feed in practice drills, tests, trackman tests, lessons. Obviously, that sort of is where the responsibility, responsibility lies for the instructor. But it can all sit in this one platform so you can you can have access to, to kind of your whole golfing life in one place. Um, and I think there's a big difference in, in the way we actually analyze you know the individual with our with our metrics chris yeah there there are a lot of game analysis tools out there and what 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 makes clipped different than you know the the rest of those tools i think the fact that we're we're looking forwards we're not just sort of playing things back as to this is what's happened but something that's completely unique to us is our is our metrics the way we evaluate skill so a lot of the listeners will be very familiar with strokes gained um, it's been a big development in terms of understanding performance on the golf course um, positively. But a lot of players don't necessarily still understand strokes gain and what it means for them. So we wanted to firstly make sure it was easy to understand our metrics as in a whole number. 
but also encompass the context around any given shot. If you're playing up in you know Minnesota at the start of the season, as um, you know you were when I spoke to you last week, it was pretty fresh. Right. And you know, you're playing in 45 degrees with a 25 mile hour wind. It's very different to playing out in the desert where you know you perfect conditions. So we can actually bring all of that context in, and we can show the difference between one shot and another, even though they may have been hit from the same distance. They end in the same distance, but those shots in the cold, windy conditions, we know are better golf shots. And so we can actually bring that data in and then play it back to a, to a player um, in that simple form, you know, giving that shot quality. And so it helps us to understand the skill of the player in any given environment, but also um, the trends, which is obviously really important. If you want validation as an instructor, you want to be able to see that the work you're putting in with a student is, is paying off and you can point to that very quickly. And I think that's, it's, it's a very powerful tool um, being able to deliver that yeah, for, for all the users. So, you know, kind of strokes gained in its simplest form, <clears throat> uh, com- you know, is basically, I even have a hard time explaining it, but it, it, it is, a sh- let's say a shot off the tee or a shot from a certain distance in the fairway, uh, how close you hit that shot in the fairway to, let's say, the pin, and how many strokes you would gain in comparison to the rest of the field to when you hit that shot. So for the average player, it's impossible to really have a true strokes gain. So clipped and you'll be able to understand or explain it better, it, it measures on a scale of 0 to 200. Yeah, that's, with, that's great. With 100 being uh, the average side, is that correct? Yeah, so 100 is tour average. So Tour average, yes. Effect, effectively equivalent to that zero strokes gained, um, but obviously we add in the context yes. around shots. And so 200 would represent perfection. It's basically a hole-in-one. Um, zero is the worst possible scenario, like out of bounds. Um, sure. And, you know, obviously most of us, we're not um, playing at that tour level. Um, and that's an important part of, of the platform is really understanding what does good look like for you as a player. Sure. If your shots and your player quality is generally around 85, you get a very quick understanding. And, and we're able to really shine a light on actually you improving based on what we know about you um, rather than a benchmark or some sort of standard understanding yeah. of the average 10 handicap, for example. Yeah. Interesting. So David, what, what was, uh, you were one of the founders of Clipped. What, what, what was your, you and your team's inspiration to do Clipped and what, what were your backgrounds that have brought you into this arena? Yeah. So, um, Ed Crossman and Piers Parnell, um, you know, they were playing, Varsity Golf at Oxford together um, too many years ago now to, to really sort of say how long it was. But, um, and I got to know them very, very quickly. You know what golf's like. We meet people. We stay friends for a long time, even if we don't necessarily see them that, that often. Um, and it was really all of the, the great technology that was coming forward in golf, whether it's TrackMan, Top Trace, the biomechanics, Swing Catalyst, some incredibly useful, powerful technologies but they weren't really talking to each other. And it became a very difficult job to actually really understand the relationship between those things. So we wanted to 
pull them into a platform whereby you know, everything's in one place. But that was almost like a lost opportunity if that's all we did. So actually, we want to analyze things. And Ed, being a triathlete, um, loved his Ironman, loved sort of really punishing himself, um, was a Strava user really from the get-go. And for those who don't really who aren't familiar with Strava, it's a platform which really started around cycling and running, um, whereby athletes could compare runs and so you know, bike rides even though they were using different technologies to capture those and it created this huge community and you know, to the point at this point in time they've got well over 100 million uh, subscribers to their platform so that was really an inspiration Strava and platforms like that um, and we felt like we could really sort of go the extra mile by analyzing all of this data but I guess the key is with something so complex is how do you deliver it in a really simple way I think those metrics and um, the visual design that we use is really key to that. So you don't have to be a data person, a stats person to get a lot out of the pub. You don't have to spend a lot of time digging around because we really surface things up um, to players and you know, instructors as well, Chris. Yeah, I mean, that that's one of the things that I think is so great about it is really without even diving deeply into the data um, just by looking at, yeah, I wish we could show our listeners kind of the, the, the platform on the internet, just by looking at the home screen, you can really get a very good idea of, uh, what is impacting your score and, and the areas that you need to work on to get better without, you know, have having to do a lot of data analysis. It does it all for you. Yeah. We really, you know, wanted to make sure that users didn't have to go looking for the information. So as you say, we have we have a feature called what to work on. It's exactly that. It tells you, you know, what are the priorities, where's the low-hanging fruit within your game. Um, and it gets past those narratives that we're all guilty of creating as golfers. It's, it's an incredibly complex game. Um, emotion takes a big part in that. But this is really objective, and it's, it's just analyzed it. The way you play golf, this is going to be the best use of your time. So we can make people much more efficient if you're going for a lesson your instructor can actually see what's happening what we should be working on so you can get much more value from those interactions with instructors um more value from practice sessions and that's a yeah. big thing for us it's about creating a pathway to to improve it you know actually improving at a faster rate and being efficient with your time i think chris can tell you i have a lot of low-hanging fruit in my game <laughs> <laughs> David, what, you know, tell us about about some of some of your users. One of one of the big uh, areas where you've made a lot of penetration has been in the college game, and um, both the men's and the ladies NCAA championships are coming up in in a couple of weeks. The regionals are going on right now. Um, and I, I think you've got a fair number of teams that are using clips and have had a lot of success. Yeah, we do. We've, um, I mean, we only really sort of launched in late October last year. So, you know, we've, we've made great progress in the college market. We've got around 30 top Division One teams using the platform at the moment. Um, and some are having record-breaking years. You know, like to the Louisiana, Louisiana Monroe's women's team. They've had five wins this season, um, having a long spell without wins. Wake Forest women, so, um, you know, and also, you know, very close 
for you there, the University of Minnesota is in the platform. Um, and, you know, the, the coaches are, are, are really loving the experience because the players are, are able to engage in the data more quickly, they're able to collect the data more easily, but actually they can be much more sort of personalized with their practice sessions rather than the group sessions where they're all practicing the same thing. They can be really focused on individual skills, actually what's going to be the most effective use for them. And so we're seeing great results um, and really good levels of engagement. And I think, um, you know, something that's always been a challenge and you would have experienced it many times, Chris, is is actually that conversation with players, getting them to collect data on the golf course. It's, yeah. There's often a lot of pushback um, as to, oh, it takes too long or I don't understand what it's telling me. So those are things that we wanted to make sure we overcame by presenting things in an easy way, enabling it to be as quick as possible. And um, yeah, it's it's really working extremely well, particularly in the college space. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's pretty neat to see. You know, and at the college game, if gosh, if if your players could just uh, you know, if if they can improve half a shot or one shot around. Over the course of most of the college tournaments are 54 holes and you've got five players. I mean, that, that's a significant uh, number and can take a team like the Louisiana women's team from being a, you know, not even in the picture to the one of the best teams in, in college golf right now. Yeah, 100%. And I think that's, that's always been a, you know, a challenge for the coaches. How do we optimize time and really understand the players? And I think it's an important element. How do we understand what the players are doing when they're not in front of me, when they're away from the lesson team? Actually, how can we get feedback and engagement? So you know, you've used the platform, Chris. We, you know, we have this, this feed on the homepage of the, the platform that most people will be very familiar with social media. But you can really connect with your players as to you know, what they're doing whenever you know, communicate with them. I think that's been you know, really valuable. And from a player's perspective, following your friends, that's you know, incredibly um, sort of rewarding and yeah. you know, provides an extra extra level of engagement. Absolutely. You know, David, I, I have a lot of people that will say to me, oh, I, I keep stats on my own all the time. And, uh, you know, they'll, they'll keep track of the number of fairways they hit and the number of putts per round and, you know, greens and regulation, those type of things. But, you know, can you explain why? I mean, it's good to have that information, but why doesn't that generally have an impact on a player's play and practice and those things that they need to improve? Yeah, I think, you know, when we, we really look at the sort of the shot level data, so quite, quite granular, whether you're using RCOS, and that really helps us to understand, you know, very um, precisely as to what actually drives performance for a player. I think, you know, I would rather have the fairways hit and greens hit data than not have it, mm-hmm. but it's it's very broad, and actually doesn't allow us to be sort of as specific for an individual. So that's a good starting point for sure. But um, you know where we've we've got to, we can be very specific and precise um, with the analytics and um, sort of surface the DNA of a player because no two players are alike. I think that's what is unique about us. We really sort of shine a light on that. And the information that a player will get will be entirely around their game, uh, completely personalized to them. Um, and so I think that's, that's a big differential. 
and really sort of easy way to, to very quickly get a lot of results from, from the data you're collecting. And, and that's you know a big reason why we, we provide a free 30-day trial for all of our users so they can you know, give themselves a chance to collect that data and, and start seeing what to work on. And you know, they see the value very quickly. How many how many rounds do you think you need to get in before you kind of have a a nice picture of where your game's at? Well, you will get a a picture straight away from the first round of, of nine holes you play. But we um, are what to work on, which is the most powerful feature within the platform. We require three rounds to light that up, so you can do it pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and we get a good level of of information there about your playing style, your tendencies. Um, and the more data you build up, obviously, the better picture you, you get of a, of a player. But certainly from three rounds, you get a good understanding. and You can go from there and really shape practice and, and lessons. Oh, that's great. David, what, what, do you, what do you see as, as kind of the future of Clipped? And just, you know, technology and golf in general, where, where do you see that, that going? Yeah, I mean, technology is coming thick and fast. Um, we can't avoid that. And we certainly see less friction coming into things now. Um, what I mean by that is collecting data on the golf course, you know, really using GPS tools. Arcos does a great job. They're one of our partners. Garmin does a great job. And these things are just going to keep evolving, whereby as a, as a player, it's just going to become so easy to collect that data, you know, whether it's a chip in the grip or just on my watch. And so we see that becoming you know, much more widely used um, you know, across the whole golfing space. Um, and then, you know, as it becomes easier, it just becomes a complete no-brainer mm-hmm. for, for golfers. And we've really started a, a performance end working with some of the best instructors and players, um, which is great to validate the product. Um, but we are, you know, very quickly moving into a sort of more mass market um, space where those social tools, creating leaderboards, engaging elements are really important. But actually, you know, we see ourselves linking back into the technology that the golfers use, whether they go to a top tracer range um, or a trackman range, or even if they're just at their local um, sort of short game area, whereby you know, our suggestions of what to work on would feed straight into that technology. So, okay, I'm a top tracer. Great. My clipped says I need to work on this. Here's a game created because we all engage so well, you know, as soon as the games are there. And, yeah. you know, it's, it's about practicing the right things, but, you know, in a, in a good, enjoyable environment. That's, that's, that's kind of where we see it going to, you know, very quickly as well. That's it. That's cool. What? Uh, so, how how do people learn more about Clipped? You, you said you did a free thirty day trial, that type of thing. Give us give us information on that. Yeah, so they can go to our website, which is clipped.com. So it's B L I P P D. It's clipped without an E. Clipped.com, um, and they can just click to sign up. They get a free 30-day trial, and then they can choose a subscription, whether it's a monthly or a six-monthly or annual subscription, um, and 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 kind of get get to it that way. And certainly, you know, a lot of instructors that we we work with will provide it to their students, or you know, provide them with links to to get started. So there's a number of ways, but I definitely recommend going to the website, and you know, we've got loads of information on there, loads of content, um, some great stories as well from yes. our users. 
Well, that's great stuff, David. I, I really appreciate you coming on and uh, sharing the story of Clipped and uh, giving us some more uh, stuff on how we can all get better at this great game. Yeah, well, uh, we want to enjoy it all. So, um, And if we can get better quickly, then um, we're going to enjoy it a whole lot more. So we're really there to, to hope, hopefully uh, get people enjoy, enjoying the game more. Absolutely. Thanks That's again. With Clipped, and uh, that was fantastic, David. Thank you very much. You're listening to Lakes, Woods, and Irons on 1380 KLIZ. Welcome back to Lakes, Woods, and Irons with Chris Foley, Colin McDonald with you. 1380 KLIZ, the fan. Also 105.1 FM and uh, lakeswoodsandirons.com. You can find us there and also wherever your podcasts are sold. This uh, portion of this uh, segment brought to you in part by Cragen's Legacy Courses and also by SCR Northern, the ones with Old Man Winter on the truck. Chris, uh, fascinating guest, uh, David Ford. It was nice to talk to him. He's visiting the States, was in California, but clearly from England. And one thing we didn't talk about on the show, you said the developers all went to Oxford, correct? Yeah, they, they are uh, four college buddies. We're all just golf nuts. And uh, I think all of them have played, actually played golf for Oxford, but... Uh, they are uh, pretty brilliant guys. It's uh, it's always fun to get to talk to them and spend some time with them. Yeah, that was that was uh, very interesting. Be fun to uh, you got to be a little disciplined about putting the data in. That's kind of the key, isn't it, Chris? Yeah, the key, the key is is the data part. You know, collecting the data and having a discipline to put it in. But uh, as David alluded to, if you if you use a product like Arcos, which is a sensor that you put in your grips, it automatically captures the data for you. Or if you use a Garmin watch, uh, it has a data capture mode as well that makes it very easy to to you know capture the data. And then there's there's really no big time commitment involved. It just integrates with Clipped, and uh, you've got the data as soon as you're done playing golf. Yeah, yeah. And you get a. A few rounds to compare, and you start to learn some stuff pretty quick, I would guess. Yeah. The you know, that type of data is really powerful, and we've talked about it on the show before. But you know, having having knowledge of where your game is exactly at, and then utilizing that knowledge to you know practice and work on the things that are going to have the biggest impact on your game. And, um, you know, most of us, I say it all the time, most of us go to the, the range and we exercise, we don't practice. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, we, we, we've all got, you know, very limited time to be able to, you know, play and practice our golf games. And if you want to get better, you might as well utilize that time the best way you can. And if you, if you have the data, that makes it much easier. Yeah, and really first or second generation of golfers who've had the access to this kind of data. Players like Ben Hogan happen to have it in their head, uh, which was nice yeah. for him. <laughs> but not everybody does. <laughs> no, that's right. So, I had a question for you, Chris. Got uh, out to play really first time this year. I've been in kind of a conditioning program, muscle strengthening since, well, for about a year, since Father's Day of last year. My uh, kids got me got me a gift of, of working out, which I said thanks a lot. But then I actually have worked, <laughs> I've actually really enjoyed it, and uh, uh, said to the, the the couple that I go to, you know, it's it's just nice to 
feel stronger. I always felt like I was a pretty strong guy, and now to have that back is nice. But on the course, uh, let's see, I, I noticed, I thought, I wondered if, the, if I would get some of the quick twitch back a little bit with uh, being a little better shape muscle-wise. The mid-irons were, I hit three or four just really pure, which was nice for the first round of the year. But uh, driver kind of having a hard time getting through the driver, pushing things off to the right a little bit. I don't know if it's if the swing is slightly different with uh, with the conditioning. But uh, any thoughts on something like that? You know, as, as your as your body changes, you know, let's say we uh, you, you lose you lose you know a lot of weight or you gain flexibility. You know, your 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 body definitely that impacts your golf swing. And you, you, for the most part, usually it's in a positive manner. But, you know, when, when we go through those changes with our body, we, we may need to make some adjust, adjustments so we can, you know, for instance, we, when you're hitting that driver out to the right, you're, uh, you're doing something that's leaving the club face open. Right. So whether, whether, you know, your increase in motion and flexibility or losing some weight, whether that's changed your swing enough or, or it could be that you're just, you know, it's early in the year and you, you just need a tune up to, uh, uh, you know, to get back on track and get the, the right swing thoughts in your head and make sure your setup's good and doing the things that you need to do to square that club face up. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, uh, the difference that like the mid irons and the, and the, uh, longer irons were quite good. And the, driver again was kind of off to the right i'm sure you see that where guys are well even at every level there's guys who are the best mid-iron players in the world guys who are the best drivers in the world putters chippers etc so uh, i haven't been the best mid-iron so i was happy to see that development (laughs) yeah you know it's 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 interesting generally even if you look at the elite level of the game the guys who drive the ball the best don't aren't necessarily the best iron players and vice versa and the the reason for that is you know with the driver for instance it's advantageous to have an upward angle attack the longest hitters in golf tend to hit up on the ball a little bit uh well with it with an iron or anytime the ball is off the ground we need to have a downward angle attack so some of that is taken care of by with our setup uh, you know, with a driver, the ball's up on a tee. It's more forward in our stance. So we're going to, you know, it's it's easy to hit up on the ball. But with an iron, you know, the ball's back. It's on the ground. To get the ball up in the air, we have to hit it on the downward side of the swing. So player, everybody has tendencies in their swing. So if, if the, you know, if, if your tendency is to bottom out the t- club too far behind the ball, you're going to tend to be a little better driver. You know, if you, if you tend to, you know, hit your irons and, you know, compress the ball really well and take deep divots and, uh, you know, then you're down, your angle of attack is more downward and it might be more difficult for you to drive the ball. So yeah. it's, it's, always, it's always a balancing act getting, you know, the, the two to match up. Yeah, that's fascinating. Sure, that makes sense. You can kind of, I'm sure people listening are going, yeah, I'm a better driver than I am iron hitter, so, or vice yeah. versa. <laughs> right. I want, sometimes if you tee up your iron on a par three, maybe hit it a little better than if it was sitting on the ground. Exactly. If yeah. you're a good driver of the golf ball. Okay. Right. Good. Right. All right. All right. Thank you, Chris. Great show. Appreciate it. 
Thank you, Mac. You've been listening to Lakes, Woods, and Irons on 1380 KLIZ, The Fan.